feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita. I drink your perfume, smelling sweet. Since when I saw you down on the floor. Get on. You know things are tense at the White House when Commander the Dog is shown the door. Just a little bit ago, it came out that Commander, of course, the well-known dog there at the White House, who was accused, remember before, of biting other Secret Service employees, a whole group of them, remember? Well, this is sad. Poor commander, who apparently has bitten a whole bunch more, not just at the White House, but also at Biden's Delaware vacation home. He has now been given to relatives. And this comes after a whole bunch of different attacks. Apparently, there was one on a Secret Service employee, including a case in which the White House tours were suspended to mop up blood from the floor of the East Wing after an agent Uh, was attacked by Commander, and then they moved him to the Delaware home, and then the German Shepherd bit another one over there. Can you imagine? Uh, I bet Commander is just so stressed out because he's got to deal with Biden and all the antics behind the scenes. That's a stressed-out job for human or for dog. And we have been talking a lot about the migrant crisis, and that was a big topic of President Trump last night, who did a big town hall. And he said the first things that he would do when he gets back into office, despite what Stan says, well, he says that he first would do two things, drill, baby, drill, allow for oil and gas, to continue again, finally, in America, so we don't have to be reliant on all these rogue countries and for them to be so wealthy and funding their wars because they're drill baby drilling, but also to seal the border. He said the second thing he would do is secure the border, that he would do those two really in tandem on day one. And he also talked about how safe the border was under his presidency. Take a listen. I had the safest border in the history of our country, recorded history, because I can't tell you about a thousand years ago, but recorded history of the border by far. We had it down pat between guys like Tom Holman and Brandon Judd and unbelievable people. All Biden had to do is stay at the beach. You know, he goes to the beach. Somebody said he looks great in a bathing suit. So he goes to the beach. If he went to the beach and didn't do it, but he canceled everything. Remain in Mexico. Catch and release. We have catch and release, but we had release in Mexico. Sharp as attack. I mean, can you imagine President Biden dealing with a one-hour town hall on a whole bunch of topics? Uh Uh-uh. It would just never, ever happen. He would never be able to handle it. He would never be able to sustain a town hall like that. He doesn't do it. He wouldn't even do the Super Bowl interview. Remember, with CBS, that was probably going to be a very easy interview. But he wouldn't even do that. But here is President Trump some more talking about who some of these migrants are that are crossing our southern border. 
29,000 people in the last three. Think of that, 29,000 people. And most of those people were young, male, fighting age, okay? So... What's going on? Look, you want to give the benefit of the doubt, but China was number one. And you look at Yemen, now they're coming in, we're bombing. Here we go again with this guy bombing everything. Bombing everything, gets no respect. He bombs and bombs, they're bombing Yemen. Well, they're bombing And us. we have a lot of Yemen. Rebels. Yemenis are coming into our country. We have people coming in from everywhere. They're coming in from the Congo. They interviewed some people last night. Where are you from, Congo? Where did you live, prison? They're emptying out their prisons. They are emptying out their prisons. And he now has a label for what's happening with all the migrants uh, committing often a lot of bad things here in this country. Take a listen to what President Trump called it. I don't know if you've heard this, but I came up with this one. Migrant crime. There's crime. There's violent crime. There's migrant crime. We have a new category of crime. It's called migrant crime. And it's going to be worse than any other form of crime. And it's going to be worse than any other form of crime because a lot of them are also hardened criminals coming from gangs and a whole bunch more. Where are we headed, guys? And as we're talking about this, can you imagine... President Biden, what is he going to do? He's going to come up with this nonsense and say, "Okay, well, there's some executive action that's going to change it. And we're going to try to seal the border so then we can say we did something. I mean, this just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. 1-800-848-9222. But they will try to sell a bill of goods to the American public. Let's go to Tony. Line three, Tony, your thoughts. Rita, what I love about uh, President uh, Trump is that he had a keen sense for what's good and bad, which is totally missing from this, this, um, this current administration. And the person in charge, who's President Biden, has no commands of his faculties and is really at the point where one day he'll just fall down and won't get up. So I don't believe that in my heart of hearts, really being honest about it, that they can really put him anywhere and have him speak and debate and explain to the American people what's gone wrong with him. It would be a hard thing to make Americans realize they're not buying it anymore. Do you, now, do, do you think he could handle a State of the Union, which is a little bit easier because it could all be scripted? It's all scripted. He's, they give him the right meds, Rita. And it's to me, Rita, it's the it's the bull in the china shop. We as Americans have to address it. And if you want to be nice to him, President Biden, and make it a political thing, you're not really doing the best for your country. And what I think about, and, and I'll conclude with this, is I think about the terrorism at home, the violence at home, and then I think of it abroad. And what did we learn? We had a 9-11 commission. And even looking at what's going on with this war in Israel, the 9-11 Commission clearly said that if a country does not have the respect for life and they do certain things, that we, it's written right there as a government, as a country, the United States, right there in black and white, which I guess this administration doesn't read, we shouldn't tolerate it. We should, we should not tolerate it. And yet we have all the world leaders, except for the United States, saying that Israel should cease fire. And also it mentioned specifically uh, Islamic terrorists, that they have to agree to, to work with us. They have to agree 
to understand what they're doing is wrong, and they have to know that this kind of treatment of people is not allowed. This is a leadership that will take our country down. I have to be honest. I don't want to be a downer tonight. No, but I I agree. I agree. I mean, when you are coddling uh, terrorist regimes, as he is with Iran, that obviously is funding so much of what's happening with Hamas and Hezbollah and the Houthis and all these groups, and you're coddling them and still not going after. I mean, even after all these little attacks, it's been little pinpricks. And you think about what a contrast it is to Trump, who took out Soleimani, the head of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. And then guess what? Suddenly they respected America and said, oh, boy, we don't want to do this again. We know what this guy's thinking. This guy's crazy. Uh, He's not afraid to, like, use strength. They have no fear of Biden. And that's why I think the world is just on fire. I think there's so much chaos now. And I think our wide open border is sort of sadly par for the course under this administration because he's not respecting other people's borders, let alone his own border. Uh, But there's something to me that's so unseemly of a president whose responsibility is to protect the homeland and to protect our allies, too, um, who is just faltering all over the place. And these kind of mistakes you can't fix, even if even if, you know, say President Trump comes back in, Tony, and I keep saying that we need a warrior to clean it up because, boy, we got a big mess in the world right now. You need a real tough love guy who can clean it up and have clarity like President Trump has had clarity. But, you know, you sit there and you go, um, even if he closes the border, we still have 10 million people here as a result of this president. Obviously, it's better than another 10 coming in. But it's a mess on our hands. Like whoever I pray for, whoever is going to be president again, um, because there's not going to be a quick panacea because this president has ruined it so badly. Tony, your thoughts? Well, what I think about, Rita, is that we have people here who are unvetted and have been trained. And first of all, if I found like one of the people when I think about what they did in that kibbutz in Israel, we we here one day we could find our children in school one of them we children have been trained no one's been vetted we are all at danger and in danger so this has to be stopped and like president trump said he will be vetting everyone and using our police system to find out who's a problem who's not you do one thing you're gone you're back you're, you go back to where you belong i mean this really is a nine one one. I agree. Situation. I agree. And and we have to somehow figure out who is here, what are they up to? And sadly there are so many in our country uh that it is I think it's almost beyond a nine one one. I feel like we're in a more dangerous situation than we were even prior to nine eleven, just because there are so many different people in our country that we have zero idea of that are all over the place. And at least at that point, we had a more controlled border. They still were able to get in. But you think about, as I talked about, it's like 7.2 or 7.3 million that we know of, another about two that are 2 million gotaways. So that's 10 million. But think about it took 19 hijackers, and now we have 10 million people. I mean, that is that is a frightening frightening proposition. Great points, Tony. Thank you. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Larry, your thoughts. 
Yeah, Rita, unfortunately, the rhetoric I'm hearing is coming up very short. You're trying to write this off to incompetence. And there was a guy on, on, on your show that before, earlier that said it was policy. This is policy and incompetence. I'm sorry. This is deliberate attempt to destroy the United States of America. This is treason. OK, and. I'll tell you when by, you see. By the way, Larry, I agree with you because it because you can't be that stupid. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about uh, the Biden uh, plan. Uh, you can't be that stupid to have an open border and not think there's repercussions. There, it has to be intentional. To your point, look, there's 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 obvious goals behind it. First of all, when you see Eric Adams. Talk, do, doing one thing and talking another way, all of a sudden he's talking against the migrants, right? When he's up in Harlem, he says, no, they're not going to move into a new building, and he cancels those plans, right, for a shelter up there. Then he comes up with plans to give them uh, fifty-three, uh, to give them credit cards and give $15,000. This is all coming from Washington to prop up these migrants because they want them to have addresses because if they have addresses, if they have money, they can have addresses. They team up, they find little nooks and crannies that a letter can go to. They want ballots sent to these people. That's what they want. And in order for that to happen, they have to survive. They can't be living on the streets. And then there's another, there's another consequence also aside from cheating in the election is that this is going to undermine the whole economy. Let's say there's no guarantee they're going to get jobs on the books. Let's say that these people get jobs or half of them get jobs off the books. What happens to the tax base in this country? It erodes. And that's what they want to do. Then they have to take it from the wealthy. And that's what they're looking to. That's another thing they're looking to do is to redistribute the wealth. And this 87,000 IRS were, uh, agents. I think that was a big fake. I think that was just to intimidate people to, 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 be, to encourage them to hire workers off the books. They don't have to show what, they, what they're really spending and making. That's an interesting point. But I think, I actually think, I agree. I think some of it was a fake. I agree. I think some of it was to just kind of like put people on notice. But it also shows that they are clearly trying to look over everybody's shoulder. And you see these reports of them kind of zooming in. Remember, think about the people at January 6th. If you were anywhere near the Capitol on January 6th, or if you went to, what is it, Dick's Sporting Goods and some of the other places, if you were near there and you bought something in the area, suddenly you were flagged by Bank of America. So I think it's all sort of part and parcel for uh, you're either with us or you're against us. It it sure seems like that's the way uh, they handle situations here, as opposed to all of us Americans and treating people equally and with respect. And going back to some of those January 6th people, the fact that there are people who literally you see walking down the hallways, being led by police officers, waving, and some of them are still in solitary confinement. Uh, There are people who maybe did bad things. Those people, obviously, that's not good. But there's a lot of people who are in prison for unknown reasons, and they should not be there. 1-800-848-9222. We'll continue your calls, everybody, after the break, and you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. This is the Rita Cosby Show. talking about President Biden, President Trump. Well, boy, are Democrats going after President Trump. Letitia James, who is the New York Attorney General, remember the one who was prosecuting and going after Trump on the civil fraud case where he has been ordered by that judge to pay $355 million and then another $100 million in interest Well, Letitia James put out the warning saying if he doesn't post the bond, if he doesn't put it down while he's definitely going to appeal the case, he still has to put up the assets and the money. She says if he doesn't do it, we'll actually go to court and seize the assets. This is like you would think he's Hannibal Lecter. Listen to Letitia James. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court. And we will ask the judge to seize his assets. Wow. And last night at the town hall, Trump said that he feels he's being persecuted like Alexei Navalny, that was Putin's opposition leader who ended up dead. Navalny is a very sad situation and he's very brave. He was a very brave guy because he went back. He could have stayed away. And frankly, probably would have been a lot better off staying away and talking from outside of the country as opposed to having to go back in because people thought that could happen and it did happen. And it's a horrible thing. But it's happening in our country, too. Uh, We are turning into a communist country in many ways. And if you look at it, I'm the leading candidate. I got indicted. I never heard of being indicted before. I was going to I got indicted four times. I have eight or nine trials. All because of the fact that I'm, and you know this, all because of the fact that I'm in politics. They indicted me on things that are so ridiculous. And he feels like he is being Navalny'd, if you will. Wow. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll take your calls on the Rita Cosby Show when we come back. Cosby is on. (laughs) 
And as we are talking about dangers to the homeland and also the border, this is a stunner. Uh, A couple of immigration advocates showed up at a hearing that took place this week for Yohene Brito. Uh, He is the guy who is charged with beating the NYPD officers. Remember, part of the group, the man accused of instigating the group assault, the mob attack on the two NYPD officers in Times Square last month. And so the hearing was, okay, how did you get the $15,000 bail? It was put up by a Brooklyn pastor who paid that money to set him free. And so yesterday, more than two dozen my immigration advocate showed up to support Yohene Brito to show support for this guy. Uh, are you kidding me? This is the guy who is apparently has a long rap sheet. He's also accused, and you see him on the videotape there pounding the police officers. You see all of these things going on. He gets out, and... Now they're saying that, what, the system's not being nice to a guy like this? What, we needed him to commit 40 crimes as opposed to several high-profile ones? I mean, when are these people just going to wake up? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Bruce in Delaware. Bruce, your thoughts real quick. Uh, yes, ma'am. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I think you do an amazing job. Uh, thank you for informing our country. Thank you. Um, thank you. Our, our, our border is in crisis. And to be honest, if either one of those guys, just to go to a new topic, because this is what you're talking about right now, was wearing a MAGA hat, they would still be in jail and not have a bond, not be released. But my, the reason I called, I apologize. No, but and is, Bruce, Bruce, before you move on, you you're right. You, you hit the contrast. These guys, this first of all, here illegally staying at a migrant shelter, uh, buddies with the guy who gave the finger. Remember that one? And then, um, then he gets he, a, was, he gets rearrested again, and he gets out. But you're right. Look at the January sixth. Look at some of the people who are just if, walking if, down the if, halls. If the one guy that gave the the, the finger uh, was wearing a MAGA hat, or you know, "Make America Great Again," I, I I know MAGA seems to be a bad term in some political spectrums, but to make America great again is incredible and we need to support that and i i apologize i got off topic i i, I no no it's important go ahead though bruce go what you want to say thank you dear i i uh, we should know who comes in our country we want to know who crosses our fences in our own yard who's in our own home who's in our schools who's in our libraries and and to be honest, we've been infiltrated in Congress. Uh, uh, look at uh, uh, Imar Omar and uh, 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 Rashida Tlaib with some of the rhetoric. Uh, yes, yes, some of the rhetoric I, I they've said is just shocking. I, I, I couldn't think of her name. And Garcia Cortez or whatever the hell her name is. I mean, it, it's just we're, we're being infiltrated everywhere, and it all start. It all stems from. Our, our southern border, and when we're taking better care of people, 
that break the law coming to this country than we are that abide by the law that are supporting this country. It's it's not a good avenue to take. I agree. I, I I agree, Bruce. You're right. It's it's a dangerous place to be if we're not keeping an eye on our own country, and uh, some of the rhetoric coming from those members that you talked about, the progressives. I call them regressives. It is so anti-American and so shocking, and uh, they need to be further rebuked or censured. I think often in Congress, some of the comments are so destructive to our allies. Those are great points, Bruce. Thank you. It's great to hear from you. Let's go to Robert in Suffolk. Line two, Robert, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. What do you think? I know. Crazy times. Crazy times, Robert. There's no way we can police what the administration tells us. How many are coming across the border? You expect us to believe you when you're the biggest liar? No, no. Where's Where's Teddy, Rita? <laughs> you know what? Uh, and actually, by the way, I think Teddy has seen the light, Robert, because Teddy uh, saw how crazy some of these protesters were on the left against Israel. And to his credit, he actually said that on the air. He said, you know, uh, that he feels very differently after seeing some of these people that are even in our country. And by the way, some of the people that have been protesting have been migrants. I mean, what are they doing there, spewing this sort of anti-American hate? It just, it is shocking. And we have to protect our homeland. By the way, I want to play as we're talking about all of these things, guys, and how important it is, because you know how much I love this country as much as you guys do. We did on Cats and Cosby, we spoke with John Solomon, the great investigative journalist with Just the News, and he had a stunning report yesterday as we are talking about these people that are anti-Israeli, anti-American, pro-Hamas, anybody who's out there saying they're pro-Hamas, I mean, it's just, it's insanity. These people are animals, what they did to the Israelis. And here is John Solomon with some eye-opening comments that he gave us about Al-Qaeda, we haven't heard about them in a while, but them reconstituting, and guess where they're doing it? In Afghanistan, where Joe Biden left $85 billion of U.S. equipment behind when he did that dismal, dismal withdrawal. This is really scary, because this is why you don't want to have an open southern border because a criminal's coming in, and you don't want to have an open southern border because there's a lot of bad groups that are reconstituting that are crossing our border, too. Listen to what John Solomon told us. John, you have a big scoop about al-Qaeda. Fill us in. Yeah, these are two reports that came out that nobody noticed. The first is a report from the United Nations uh, and its analytical support and sanctions monitoring team. It's a small unit that monitors the terrorists around this country. And the truth of the matter is terrorism is thriving under Joe Biden. We we know what's happened with Hamas and Israel. We know what happened with the Houthis in the Red Sea. Uh, but one of the ones that I think most people thought, well, we dealt with them. They're done with. We got rid of Osama bin Laden was Al-Qaeda, but not so much. Um, according to this U.N. report that came out, Al-Qaeda has reconstituted eight training terrorist camps on Afghan soil under the protection of the Taliban. Now, if, you, if you're saying, isn't this a bad deja vu nightmare? It is. It was those type of training camps that gave wow. rise to the 9-11 attacks that struck New York. Is there, any, John, is, there, is there any terrorist groups that haven't been activated yet? What do we have to look forward to? Yeah, well, what we have to look forward to is a lot of security threats. No, all of the bad terror groups are um, activated and thriving in ways that we haven't seen. Not all of them are capable of striking the United States yet, 
but they're thriving yeah. in terms of money. They're well, thriving if they, because Iran is pushing the pushing the needle. And then we asked him, who's funding these terrorist groups? This is mind-blowing. John, uh, are the OPEC nations so rich that they can uh, throw away money on these foreign legions? Yes, that's, just, that's the sad part about it. There's so much money that flows through the oil and uh, oil regions of the Middle East, and there are bad actors that have some alignment or just enjoy watching the United States sweat, and so they... They fund this when, if you go back to the 9-11 report, the commission report, they showed all of these different places. Some were businessmen, some were uh, television station owners. They just moved money around for whatever reason. But none of this would be successful were it not for the failed Afghan withdrawal and the allowing of the Taliban to retake a country that we routed them from two decades ago. And I want to point out another incongruity. This is almost as shocking as the Wait, fact and, that Al-Qaeda and by has... The way, by the way, camps. before you move on, John, you just hit yeah. an interesting point because my answer is who's funding them? We are. We left, didn't That's we leave right. $85 billion worth of equipment? We left Bagram, we which did. was so strategic. I mean, this is incredible. What happened with that but, equipment? Is that what's going to these training camps? Some of it is going into the Taliban's hands. Some of it has made it their way onto the black market, which allows the sale of cash back to the Taliban and others. But here's something even more shocking. This is the point that will probably make most people scratch their head tonight. The Taliban, not our friend, currently harboring and giving safe shelter to al-Qaeda, allowing them to reconstitute their camp. They've gotten $2.9 billion of Western foreign aid since uh, the fall of Afghanistan, since Joe Biden pulled our troops out. $2.6 $2.6 billion of that money, almost all of it, came from the United States taxpayer. Joe Biden is funding the Taliban just like he's allowed oil revenues to flow to Iran. Our worst actors are getting enriched by the Biden administration's policies and then beginning to recreate this terrorist regime that we spent two decades trying to fight. That's amazing. So we are giving $2.6 billion to the Taliban. It's almost like, you know, the UNRWA, remember the UN Workers Relief Agency in Gaza, and the money ends up helping Hamas, and they even have the Hamas tunnels under their headquarters. And in this case, he's saying that this USAID money was going to the Taliban, which we know are bad actors. I mean, that's even worse than the UNRWA, because the UNRWA, you think, okay, well, it's UN or whatever, but boy, they blew that one. But in this case... It's going blatantly to the Taliban. They're helping al-Qaeda to have these terror camps that are now reconstituted. And guess what's happening? We're seeing people from Syria, from Iran, from Afghanistan crossing our southern border, never to be heard from again once they come across the American border. That's what should keep all of us up at night, in addition to what we're talking about, the migrant crime and other things in these gangs that are coming, that are very ruthless, coming from places in South America and elsewhere. But boy, that is scary stuff. And that's why you don't have a wide open southern border. And that's why I say bravo to the Republicans for impeaching Mayorkas, even if it's only symbolic, even if it'll probably get kicked out once it goes to the Senate. But just the act of doing it and sending a message that you can't have a dangerous, wide-open southern border, uh, that is important. And if anybody deserves it, Mayorkas does. And also the president for what he has done to just incredibly endanger the American homeland. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Robert in Philly, line two. Hey, Rita, it's really good to talk to you. Uh, Before I get to my point, which is kind of shocking to me, 
I just want to thank you, man. I look forward to Stan's calls every night because it's so entertaining the levels of mindlessness some otherwise intelligent people will sink to when it comes to politics. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, he, I mean, he never ceases to stun me, so I agree. <laughs> inflation killing, energy prices killing, 10 million illegal immigrants flooding in, everything's going to hell but orange band bad. I I just, I can't, you know, so that's amazing. But it anyway, is stunning. It point. is a shocker. I'm with you, Robert, on that one. <laughs> I'm kind of a canary in the coal mine in all of this, okay, because I drive to do deliveries for a living. I'm an independent contractor, okay? So as soon as, right out the gate, I'm getting socked with $5 and something cents for a gallon of gas when it was $2.45 under Trump. So I'm getting buried already. And then the average family is paying over $11,000 a year for basic necessities than they did just three years ago. You know what I mean? I do. So I, that's I, that's, killing me. That so says it all, hit right. Ends. But now comes the kicker. I'm actually outside, right outside of Philadelphia. I left the city about 14 years ago. Best thing I ever did. But I do my deliveries here. And I'm noticing there are a lot of drivers who do not speak English. They all drive Toyota Priuses, and they have New York and New Jersey license plates coming down to this area to take our orders away. So now I'm getting socked on three sides by this Trader Joe incompetent clown that we have in the White House. Okay, Where do you think they're getting those uh, nice cars? Oh, I could easily see, because they're EVs, they're Toyota Priuses, nobody wants them. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Joe is paying to give them to these people. And it's and they're coming from New York, and what they normally would do is go down to Philly, because you got to practically hit a cop anymore to get pulled over in Philadelphia, right? But when they get, they're getting pulled over in my area. That's okay, interesting. Over, Robert, and, that's and, really and interesting. We, and our cops don't play around. So they're coming back less and less. They're, they're probably staying down in Philadelphia to avoid trouble. But the level of destruction that this president, I've been watching politics since 1978 when I was 14 years old. And I know it inside and out. I have never seen such single-handed destruction by one president in my entire life, and then you throw in $20 million in bribes, money laundering, influence peddling. I can't, if we had an honest media, he would have never been elected, Rita, and that's the sad part. But and I'm done, you and know I what? appreciate it. Robert, I sadly agree with you, and I feel the same jaw-dropping reality that you are seeing. It is shocking. And it's only now that they're finally saying, oh, maybe there's some issue going on here. But they're still not really uh, talking about the policies. They're talking about the mental competence. But, boy, we are in a mess, Robert. I I 1,000 percent agree. And I'm going to look into those uh, Toyota Priuses, the EVs. Um, Great points, Robert. Thank you. We love hearing from you. And now let's go to our Support Our Heroes segment. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Support Our Heroes segment with a powerful story coming from Tonawanda, New York, where they recognized a local hero, World War II veteran William Ghosh, who recently celebrated his 100th birthday. The mayor there, who is also uh, and also a local Marine there, presented Ghosh 
with a poster commemorating not only the centenary of his birth, but also his great service to our country. As a Marine, Ghosh participated in four combat missions in the Pacific Theater, including Guadalcanal, also Guam, all the way to Okinawa, receiving many multiple medals for his great service. And upon being honored and recognized for his service during World War II and also during the big birthday celebration, again, 100 years young in upstate New York, veteran Ghosh said, quote, there's only one word that I can use for it. I am deeply overwhelmed. How beautiful and how wonderful to see this great member of the greatest generation honored by the town of Tonawanda, New York, Bravo to him and to all of our great veterans. And everybody, be sure to support America's military and first responder heroes. Donate just $11 a month to make a huge difference. Donate $11 to Tunnel to Towers Foundation. All you have to do is go to T2T.org, T2T.org. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And it's only Wednesday, but later on this week, wow, we are hearing Fannie Willis that the hearing will likely happen potentially on Friday. That's going to be interesting. And we're going to try to find out more about what Biden has up his sleeve with this executive order on the border as we're talking about the crisis and who is coming through. Many that we will never find out about or find out about way too late. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Pete in Staten Island. Uh, Pete, how are you doing? It's so great to hear from you. Hey. Hello, Rita. I'm doing great. I'm in rehab and I'm walking almost better than I walked before. Oh, that's great. And everything is going good. And I'm so happy. I'm listening to the show and I'm listening to you and enjoying all the callers. Um, And the truth of the matter is Donald Trump is coming back. Now, I can't really say if he could repair all the damage that uh, President Sleepy Joe Biden has done, but I know the damage will stop. And that's what we need because we need a stop here. Like in a football game, you know, at the at the ten yard line, we gotta do something or we are done. Like Norm says, you know, we gotta do something and everybody out there, we gotta get this country back on track and make America great again. Absolutely. Just like Pete, who sound, you sound great again. So that makes us so oh, happy great. to hear. Pete, you sound like better than ever. Whatever they did, uh, I will all take 20 of that because they, they did uh, great stuff to you. You just sound terrific, Pete. And you know what? You are so right um, because I feel, and I use this expression, Pete, that like you fighting and coming back uh, after everything you went through in the hospital, I think about we need a warrior. We need a fighter like you. Um, And we need somebody who has the guts to really take everything by storm. And like you said, even if you can plug the holes 
and then try to at least do as much repair work as you can. That will be a big change, and it's got to be somebody tough, somebody sharp, and somebody courageous. Pete, we love you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.